This is Samuel from Animal. This is Adrian Cowan from Seven Spires. This is Mike from Devil Driver. Hi, this is Mark from Dragon Force. This is Nora from Battle Beast, and you're listening to the Great Metal Debate Podcast. Glad to be joined today by Marcus from Omnium Gatherum. Welcome to the Great Middle of Eight, sir. Thank you. So we're here in Joliet, Illinois, prior to Omnium Gatherum's performance. It's part of our North American tour, along with Elvete and Seven Spires. Now, you guys were back here headlining just last year. Um, how did you come to participate in this tour? Uh, well, we did the headline tour as an album release tour a year ago, and we're lucky enough to have had to made it because it was the pandemic era so we were lucky to exactly. go through it and after that we were offered this elevated tour and we she thought the package is really cool like really different kind of bands in this package so we can really play to a whole new audience again and that's it- that's thing. Are you reading my questions? Because that's the exact thing I was going to get to. Just curious, because I think it's a great package. So many different styles. Uh, you got the symphonic metal. You have the melodic death metal. You have the folk metal. Do you feel like you're seeing some new people, people who haven't heard of you before, who are catching on to Omnium Gathering and becoming fans? Uh, definitely. Every night, there's completely different crowds for every band. And, and somehow, they like all the bands. It's been a really good vibe on this tour. And like... All the fans are watching all the gigs, and it's really a good vibe. So I'm really sure it's it's gonna do good things to our audience here in USA. I first got to see you guys back in, I think it was 2015, and I became a fan immediately. One of the things that happened was, you was headbanging, I was up near the stage, and we butted heads together, and that just speaks to the energy that you guys bring, and I think we as fans bring. You know, on the current tour, you guys, um, you're not the headliner, so you have to sit, pare down the set list a little bit. What's the tension there between the old songs and the newer ones? And I'm curious, do you guys ever have lively debates about what to play live well of course we have nine albums out already and now a new single and now we play 45 minutes as a support band so it's it is quite hard it's even hard to do like a headline set exactly. with this kind of back catalog but so how it it always goes comes together have to play these usual fan favorites and then just add some own favorites and it's it's quite easy somehow it always works out and you got a good catalog to choose from, so it's a lot. It's it's not like there's a shortage of good tracks. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's all about how much we have time to rehearse together. So, so it's always what we have ready, ready rehearsed, and can we rehearse more new songs? On this tour, we are doing also three headline dates in Lincoln, Vancouver, and El Paso, I think. So there we're gonna play like 75 or 90 minutes. So excellent. You are playing a number of tracks from the most recent album, Origin. With nearly a year and a half elapsed since that album was released, and kind of looking back, how do you evaluate it? You know, that's kind of like a child, and now it's starting to grow up in your mind. How do you evaluate those songs and tracks as part of your back catalog? Uh, we kind of answered that question with like with the newest single release that came out last week, just last year. I was, I really love Origin, and I, I'm still happy with the release, but. I kind of have the vibe now that it lacked some faster songs, so that's why we did with Slasher now, and Slasher is also on the set list. And, but 
origin is more like a it's a kind of mid mid tempo lot of lot of clean vocals in Omnium Gathering World and stuff like that so but uh, I still love the, love the album <laughs> and it, it turned out a really good one it's one of my maybe like top three OG releases I completely agree. Again, it's like you're reading my questions in advance. You've got the EP coming out in June, Slasher. Uh, the title track has been released. There's a video. You guys have, as you said, you've been performing that live on this run. Uh, tell us a little bit about that song. You already alluded to the fact that it's a little more up-tempo. Yeah, it's it's up-tempo song that Origin was lacking, and that's about it. It's a four, four songs on the EP that's like two newly recorded songs. The main idea was to like introduce our new amazing guitarist Nick Cordell for the people and he's doing the solo also slasher just to show off <laughs> so called. <laughs> and then the another new song is a cover song and the other two songs are like old songs or older songs from the origin sessions which we kind of like a drop it from the album. So it's two new and two 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 year old songs from the origin sessions. So and what was the, other than showing Nick off, which I totally understand because he's a talented guitarist, beyond that, what, what's, what's kind of the mindset behind a, a band putting out an EP versus just a single or a full album? I, I guess I'm, I'm kind of old school. I like the full album. But I wonder today in this age whether e, how you put out the songs even matters so much. Well, there's a few sides on, on this extended play release. One is... Uh, honestly buying some time <laughs> between the full-length uh -huh. albums because we wanted to come out of the closet with Nick now somehow mm -hmm. and an another thing is like uh, the label wants to do like digital singles nowadays with, with all the streaming Spotify and Tidal and stuff it's really important for the record label and record business which I, I'm not the di digital guy I'm also like a vinyl guy <laughs> and then there com comes the third point in my view I love the releases back in the 90s when bands were releasing like EPs on vinyl so it kind of you know OG's first album first EP releases also like first release we did ever was like still the like EP so it's coming back now and I think they are cool mid, mid releases which will be like a kind of collector items later on I completely agree and I'm I'm happy whenever you guys put out any music I do want to ask you perhaps a, a, a little difficult question you've been sharing Yuko with who's been sharing singing duties with Elvete just like Severin Spires has been doing with Adrian uh, because of uh, the harsh vocalist for Elvete having a family emergency I, I'm curious how do you guys approach those sorts of issues when you're out on tour, just the, the reality that you're halfway around the world from the home and just keeping in contact with loved ones and kind of the, the plan B if something happens back home? Of course, there's always a lot of like issues that might happen, like this Kriegel from Elvedia thing happened just like a few days before the tour starts. So another option would have been the whole tour being cancelled. So Elvedia's management asked, Jukka and Adrian to do it and I think they are doing a great job and that's kind of how the metal community works always helping each other and and of, that's the way and of course you said like uh, being here like missing your home that's that's also always a true fact that's the hardest part of touring like like I myself I'm doing two tours in a row so after the Somnium gathering tour I'm straight to going to the Insomnium US tour and so I'm two months away from home that's quite hard <laughs> oh, right. 
especially after the pandemic when I got to be at home for once. Two years, <laughs> I started to live like normal people, <laughs> waking up at it. home. And but like, I think Steve Lukather from Toto once said, like, greatly the thing that we musicians we are not paid about playing our music because it's it's not our job. It's just like passion. But we are getting paid to be away from home, and I kind of agree with that. Yeah, that policy. So, do you feel like? Technology has helped that distance somewhat over the past few years. Just the fact that you can text so easily and and FaceTime, etc., with people halfway across the world. Yeah, definitely. It's like a. I cannot imagine how hard touring was like in the 90s before internet and all these exactly. easy WhatsApp calls. And I'm like calling every every day, like to my wife, like a WhatsApp video call. So it makes things a lot easier. <laughs> That's nice. And I, I, for one, will say as a fan, we appreciate the sacrifice that you guys make coming all the way out here to play for us. It's because uh, we know that there's uh, some risk and sacrifice involved in that, and it's appreciated. Yeah, thanks. That is the rabbit hole of touring. Exactly. <laughs> well, let me lighten the mood with a few quick, less serious questions. Uh, if you could be any band, not heavy metal, maybe not even rock, what band would that be? In any band. Uh, that, that's a hard question. Toto. <laughs> ah, I like it. Yeah. Newer bands. I've been really falling in love with the Midnight, the Synthwave band. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Maybe, maybe that one would be a more fresh idea than Toto. Okay. Getting a little sillier here. If you lived in prehistoric times, would you be a hunter or a gatherer? I think a hunter. Hunter, all right. <laughs> because I'm always somewhere and I'm active. Ah, <laughs> gotcha. And then finally, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Superpower. Mm. <laughs> Seeing through all people's minds oh, what they're nice. really, really thinking always. So, gotcha. Yeah. The, the, the mental power, that's a good one. So, beginning to wrap up with you, after this tour with Alvete is complete, uh, what can we expect from Omnium Gatherum for the remainder of 2023? Of course, we've already alluded to the Slasher EP release. Yeah, we're going to be releasing the next next video and single in April, so it's less than a month, and, and then it's festivals, and the EP comes out in June, and it's festivals a lot in the summertime, and then it's European tour in the fall, so calendar again getting pretty packed which is a good thing that's a good after going through the pandemic it's definitely a good thing yeah this is why we live and are living for so finally what is the best way for fans to purchase music and merchandise from omnium gatherum well the definitely the best way is always buy buy them from the geeks yes. and tours so go up to our merch stand and grab all you can and Second best thing is like going to our web shop from the backstage rock shop and, and night shift in the USA. So links are somewhere in our social medias. Well, I'm excited to see you guys, and I'll definitely be dropping by that merch booth after the show to pick up some gear. Uh, Marcus, thank you so much for taking the time, and best of luck on the remainder of the tour. Thank you. This was a pleasure.